Pierre Fontaine stood outside his RV, practicing with his bullwhip. There was no real reason to do so. He hadn't been a ringmaster for ten years. <laughs> but still, old habits die hard. Maybe he did it to still keep hope alive. If he stayed sharp, then one day he might be called back to perform. But he also knew that that would never happen. There had been too many broken promises, too many lawsuits, too many clowns set on fire. Now he was relegated to running a godforsaken RV park for washed-up circus performers. <laughs> he had never been great with money, but he always had a scheme or two to get himself out of the hole. This time, it was selling off the elephant, Garbanzo. <laughs> Some weird millionaire's club wanted to see what elephant tasted like. <laughs> he wasn't happy about it, but he also wanted to keep his kneecaps. Hey, Pierre! said one of the park members. There's this guy at the entrance who wants to see you. I'd do so if I were you, and bring your whip. Pierre started to worry. Was he late to pay back his loan shark? Had he gotten his days mixed up? He came to the entrance of the RV park. There stood Brock Lesnar. How can I help you? said Pierre. I'm here for my friend, Garbanzo, said Brock. <laughs> What? What? Said Pierre. You heard me. Years ago when I was a kid, I ran away to the circus. Me and Garbanzo got to be really good friends. And now I hear through the grapevine that you're selling him off to some wacko so they can eat him. It's not going to happen on my watch. Pierre stared him down. You're interfering with something much bigger than you realize. And I'm not going to let you stop me. Brock said, you in what army? Pierre blew a whistle that was hanging around his neck. Uh -oh. Out of the woodwork jumped five people. Feast your eyes, Mr. Lesnar. There were two women, one wrapped in snakes and the other with knives and a sword. I present to you, said Pierre, Morgano, the snake charmer, Kalina, sword swallower and knife thrower extraordinaire, and Atticus, our local strongman, killer clown, beepers, and our fearsome fire breather, Gary. <laughs> Brock looked at the group of rowdy performers who encircled him. Well, said Brock, come one, come all, let's have a brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, beepers got me so good. <laughs> what was that? A killer clown. Beepers. <laughs> what else is it going to be called? Well, you are under the big top in the Broctagon with us. My name's Kared. That's Aaron. That's Sean. Hey, hey. Uh, guys, we got a we got a listener question from someone named Darcy. Uh, they said. Hi, Broctagon. My name is Darcy. I just finished watching Dumbo, and I forgot how sad the scene with his mom being locked up and singing to him was. You guys remember that scene? I've never seen Dumbo. Okay, oh, I you're, watch that. you're broken inside. It made me wish I could just go in and rescue them. Unfortunately, I have no fighting experience. 
which led me to think about Brock Lesnar. As or, one does. I mean, this all tracks for me. I don't know about you guys. Here's the question. How many times out of 10 could Brock Lesnar defeat a gang of retired circus performers and free his long lost elephant circus friend? Have a nice day, Darcy. A couple towns over from mine. Keep in mind, I live in a cold uh, North Atlantic region state. Uh-huh. The local legend, and there's, I'm not kidding, there's a plaque on the side of the road for this. In the 1800s or whatever, some traveling circus came through and there was an elephant and everybody went to see it. And this farmer in the town got really mad and was like, you guys are idiots. Why would you waste your time on a dumb elephant? Who cares? It's just an elephant. It's not a big deal. You idiots. Why would you want to go see an elephant? And this guy got so mad. He shot it and it died. <laughs> and it was buried here in this cold North Atlantic and state. Plaque? And there's a plaque. There's a plaque. I, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> the elephant is still buried here in my nondescript state. There's a statue of the farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be to old man Patterson. He saved us from the evil wiles of the elephant. Every year we celebrate old man Patterson was right day at City Hall. <laughs> We try to find an endangered species and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, what do you think of the question? <laughs> it's a sword swallower and a fire breather. Yeah. A clown? Killer clown. Yeah. So, like, what was his name again? Beepers. <laughs> <laughs> Beepers. Does Beepers have a gun or something? Like, why is Beepers a <laughs> okay. killer? It's called a killer clown. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Like, it's, his flower shoots bullets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's shaped like a gun. <laughs> and it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even dressed like a clown. He's just a hitman. They all call Beepers. <laughs> <laughs> he's, it's, like, it's like the full hitman get up. The only thing that's different is he has the red nose on. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like a, it's like an old Italian man wearing a leather jacket and he's like hey don't ask me what I'm doing hunka hunka <laughs> you need somebody to uh, slip on a banana peel for you I can make it happen you need somebody to pull on a handkerchief setting off a long chain of handkerchiefs all tied together I can make it happen <laughs> He does murders and, like, birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> I can do them both at the same time if you want. I'm not kidding. I want to talk about beepers the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to, like, little Billy Crawford's birthday and pulls a gun out of his suitcase. And he's like, oh, wrong bag, wrong bag. I had to go back to the car. I, got I had an appointment this morning. Excuse me. <laughs> I got to go back to the car. Instead of balloon animals, he just like makes balloon guns, balloon nooses. <laughs> balloon noose. <laughs> he just balloon blows up a balloon and doesn't twist it at all. And he's like, Here you go, kid, it's a shank. <laughs> he's like at the abandoned dockyard trying to sneak up on a mobster. And he's like, Oh, I got to change my shoes. Hey. He's, he's wearing size 50 Timberlands. 
He's like scratching the VIN number off his unicycle, throws it to Harbor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I knew we shouldn't have put Peepas in charge of the getaway car. <laughs> Guys, I swear there's room inside. I swear. Just get in. <laughs> Trust me. It's... <laughs> 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 It's a black SUV, but like half the size of a normal one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As he's like taping up the guy to throw him in the harbor, he's like, you know, I can, I can make, I can tell jokes while I do it if you want me to. <laughs> I got some new ones I'm trying out. <laughs> Here's the thing about circus performers, man. If you see people who have had like actual like clowning training and stuff, there's something freakish about how in command of their body they are and like the coordination that they have. And plus they're trained in knife throwing, juggling. I don't know. It's just like, I think it's a skill set that could easily be manipulated into something deadly. You're shaking uh, your head, Sean. What are you- I'm shaking. I'm shaking my head. Cause all of what you said made sense. And then you tried to slide knife throwing in there. Like it was yeah, a normal agree that's that. a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> they the do clowns in do. No, cloud, the clouds are not throwing Okay, like that's clown, a separate job. Beepers isn't doing that, but there's a knife thrower <laughs> slash sword swallower. All right, but that's not the clown, though, just so we're clear. Okay, but she's still got the skills. And then there's a snake charmer. She commands the snakes. There's a strong man who's probably not as strong as Brock, but, you know. <laughs> He's like, yes, finally. And there's Gary, the fire breather. <laughs> In my, uh college announcing days i got hired to MC a fashion show once i'm not kidding it was at this beachside resort i am not kidding about this at all and one of the opening acts was they had like the fire people mm. where they they blow fire nice. and this guy had like fire staffs and you could yeah. twirl them and like tennis balls on chains that were lit on fire Oof. and i he was like the nicest dude and i was talking to him afterward it was like this guy and i think he had a partner and i was like yeah like how do you practice that stuff and he was like I don't know. I just kind of make it up when I get out there. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? There's no choreography. Like, he just goes out there, sets his stuff on fire, and starts vibing. But, like, if you don't know any better, it all looks the same. You're like, oh, incredible. One time, for real, me and Katie were downtown, and a guy just showed up and started twirling balls of fire. And he did it for 10 minutes and then left. We need to regulate that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, there needs to be a government agency in charge of that. I think that is the government agency. <laughs> like the fireball people are, they have government contracts. What if, what if during, <laughs> what if during that whole 10 minutes while he was like doing the fireball thing and you were distracted, there was just like an alien right behind you guys that was being subdued <laughs> by, by like two other government agents. That's like what it's throwing- about. <laughs> and they're distracting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look at fire. Ooh. What alien behind you? They throw a big-footed SUV and just, like, nod to the fire guy and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> You're good, Jerry. Uh, show's over. Yeah, so what do you guys think? All right, so to be clear, Beepers has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> let's give him a stun gun. Oh, okay. Let's, let's give him a cattle prod. <laughs> I like a that. cattle prod. <laughs> yeah. 
I like to think they call the strong man and he's like, oh, yeah, finally. What poor sucker? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just cannot stop thinking about beepers. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> know why they call me beepers? Because that's the sound that you hear right before I run over you. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh, so I like to think that like instead of like instead of like a horn that he honks he just has like like a 90s beeper on his wallet <laughs> on his belt. He's just really tied to like old technology. Yeah. At the torturing session that he's at like where'd you put the money? Beep beep. Ah uh, guys I gotta go. I gotta buy Mitzvah 3. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gee, fellas, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. There's like a guy tied to a chair. And he's... Does anybody have like a bottle of seltzer water? I totally <laughs> forgot. My... I totally forgot it. Hey, what's this behind your ear? It's your other ear. Now, where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> who, are the, who are the other people again? <laughs> <laughs> There's sword swallower, the snake charmer, the strong man. Uh, you have the ringmaster too. He's got a bull whip and he knows how to use it. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. And, and beepers. <laughs> um. <laughs> can we can we agree? That the sword swallower has to start with the sword all the way down her throat. Like, like she has to, like, unsheath it to start. She can't just be, like, a lady with a sword. Okay, okay, okay. That's the, fair. The skill has to come into play. That's fair. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Brock would just, like, pick the lady up by the handle and start swinging her. <laughs> oh, <around. laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry. Brock would be like, oh, very well. <laughs> <laughs> like cough one up himself. <laughs> I see we brought gifts. <laughs> and for you, a whip. <laughs> That's another part of the story is that Brock Lesnar ran away to the circus when he was a kid and became friends with an elephant. I just imagine him showing up to the circus at age 15 and like the strong man who's there just being like, all right, I guess I'll go work concessions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to think like 15-year-old Brock shows up to the circus and sees like a three-ton elephant and he's like, finally someone who gets me. <laughs> we eat the same amount of calories. We have similar interests. <laughs> Both hate Edison. <laughs> what? Didn't Edison kill a that's a whole never mind. What? Know. Wait, Thomas Edison? Thomas Edison killed a oh wait, am I thinking of P. T. Barnum? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You know who was it that killed an elephant? Was it Thomas Edison or the guy who invented the circus? 1903. Edison fries an elephant to prove his point. Thomas the elephant was electrocuted at Luda Park Zoo on Coney Island. God! What was the point? I hate elephants. <laughs> no, I think it was like, guys, check out this electricity. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> hey, guys, you know, lightning. 
Well, this is that same stuff. Here to defend his thesis, elephants are totally not electricity proof. <laughs> he just wins like like second place at a elementary science fair. <laughs> it's, the name of the article is Edison fries an elephant to prove his point. <laughs> that is, you don't miss your pay period with Mr. Edison. <laughs> 1,500 people watched it. Oh. 1902, you said? Uh, 1903, yeah. 1903. That's still close enough to the period where people were like, hmm, there's a hanging today. Let's get the kids uh-huh. dressed up and go see public execution. That was in that gray area where, like, watching stuff like that was not quite okay, but if somebody, like, wanted to hang an elephant, you definitely <laughs> were going to come out for <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have YouTube. We should do numbers. Point. Yeah, what, yeah, we up? should. We haven't done them at all. Um, okay, guy with sorry, guy with a whip, sword swallower, snake charmer, strong guy, fire breather, beepers. <laughs> yeah. Fire. There's a fire breather. Yeah, there's a fire breather. Gary the oh, fire man. breather. Yeah. Does it come into play that it's been a few years since they were all active? Like, can we say these are not at the top of their game? That's the caveat. They are retired. Okay? <laughs> so they're not at the top of their game, but they do still have their collective their knowledge and their skills. It's going to be at least one, because in one of them, you know they're all going to do it wrong and accidentally kill themselves. Atticus, what do you mean you're scared of clowns? You've been in the circus for years. <laughs> the sword swallower takes out the blade perfectly, but that just has a heart attack and dies. <laughs> Gary the fire breather had just gotten done getting ready to go on a date, so he had put perfume cologne on himself. Ha ha! He died doing what he loved the most. Almost saying swear words. <laughs> <laughs> His tombstone says "Gee whiz!" I almost had it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gary. He's burning in heck. <laughs> John, uh, Aaron, what, what are your numbers? This is my rationale. I'm not worried about the snake charmer. Okay. I'm not worried about the strong man. Okay. I'm not worried about the sword swallower. Hmm. Unless the fight gets drawn out. Like, it's not like you just she whip one of those things She has knives, out. too. And a sword in her gullet. She's going to have to deal with that before <laughs> the knives can come into play. I am worried about beepers the most. What else that, is in her gullet? <laughs> I'm worried about uh, the whip. Uh-huh. And the fire breather? I'm not worried about the fire breather. Okay. I'm worried about the fire breather. Yeah. Rock's just going to turn around and do it back to him. Rock finally, like, <laughs> he finally, like, beats everyone up. And he's like, yes, I did it. You're going to be safe, Garbanzo. And then he looks and just sees Thomas Edison's car in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was a distraction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> goes into the barn and Edison has like diodes on the elephant's temple. 
Him and Tesla are in a fist fight <laughs> over the soul of her body. <laughs> I give him six out of ten. Do you want to do one, two, three? Just for the fun of it? Okay. Okay, well, I wonder what Cam's going to be. Um, Brock Lesnar wins blank times out of ten. Okay. What? Three, two, two one. one. Brock Lesnar wins six, seven times out of ten. Hey! All right. Okay. We were all reasonable we're, tonight. We're not, not too far off. Okay. Five, six, seven. All right. Sean, do we have a guest next week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. Thanks for listening to the Proxicon. It's Cam, Sean, and Aaron. You're not going to want to miss next week. Brooklyn Dodgers slugger at 1921 World Series MVP. Smoking Joe Bigelaboni. He's coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book, The Great Successin. Surely nothing bad will happen to me. <laughs> what? You know, because it's the year prior to the Great Depression. I, I'm sorry. Can you? It was so convoluted. I didn't hear it all. Okay, Bill Belichick is coming on the show. <laughs> He's here promoting his new book, Salute the Queen, the Historical Influence of Janet Jackson. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> oh, man. Two for one. What was the first one? I didn't I was I couldn't pay attention. Brooklyn Dodgers slugger in 1921 World Series MVP, Smokin' Joe Bigelobody. Oh, I did the wrong year. Okay. <laughs> you idiot. I should have been 29. God dang it. <laughs> well, that's what I get. The joke was he just had a good season, called it uh-huh. the great success, and then said nothing bad will happen to me now. <laughs> and then of course the Great Depression would follow that afterward. Oh, please cut all of that out. No way. (laughs) (laughs) All in. Two, Two for one.